Just how much is Magic Band Plus going to add to your next Disney trip? Let's discuss. Welcome to Princess and Scoundrel, where we take you along our scrappily ever after from Fantasyland to Tatooine and everything in between. I'm Sarah. And I'm Steven. And we're talking about Magic Band Plus. We took a trip to Disney World probably a week after Magic Band Plus was released. I had been covering it a lot leading up to it. And so we got to see what it was like in action. And there's a lot of action involved to it. Uh, yes. I'm I, not, not necessarily good action, but there's a lot of steps involved. Well, I think we had some kind of thoughts beforehand. Right. Um, and I mean, I guess we could say that, talk about that now. So beforehand, I was thinking that basically Magic Plan Plus is going to be the replacement to the Magic Plan. Right. Yeah. That, I think bend. that's... I'm putting an L in there somewhere, but... <laughs> blend. Uh, yeah. Uh, because it is kind of blend now. Oh. Um, but no, I think that was just kind of my thinking is this was a way to kind of reinvigorate the Magic Band by adding a little bit of features yeah, to it. it's the next iteration. I think that's what kind of what we all thought. Uh, because even the price point, it was pretty close to the price point of one of the uh, custom, you know, the custom Magic Bands. Right, like the and limited you, edition ones. Yeah, and if you got it with a resort, is which, what we did, it was at a discount. Right. So if you're staying at a Disney resort, you can order them and you get them um, engraved with your name on them. Kind of like the old. Just like the old ones. But you get that as part of either a Disney resort stay or if you're an annual pass holder, you get like one a year. You have to pay for it, but you get a discount. So it worked out to be not so terrible. I think it was like 10 bucks off of each of ours because we got um, designs. We didn't get the plain colored ones. But yeah, it's. It knocked a little bit off of it. But it would it you say it came to be about the same as if we were to just go and get one of the, you know, new limited edition ones or one of the designed ones? If you do the limited edition ones, those are a little higher priced. But if you're doing just a regular pattern, I think those are around like 25 or 30. I don't remember off the top. It's been a while since I actually bought a Magic Band. Uh, but yeah, it's... I would say Magic Bands run you anywhere from like $15 to like $40. Magic Band. The the $15 one is just the plain the colored. plain colored okay. one. And they have those in Magic Band Plus. They have those in Magic Band Plus. But then Magic Band Plus starts at, I think, $35. Can we just call it the Plus? Because the it's, Plus. The Plus. There's the old bands and then the How plus. about the old and the new? Okay. 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 So V2, V3. Um, okay. We've, we've got too many <laughs> options on the table. <laughs> Let's just the do our oldest. best. Okay. How's that? Okay. Also, uh, I have a rating system. So four. as we talk about the Magic Band Plus, the V3, the whatever we're going to call this, if it's a good, it's a plus. <laughs> and if it's a bad, it's a minus. So the listeners, if you can't see, my eyes are rolling. <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> they rolled a little bit. Okay. There they did. I saw that one. <laughs> uh, so no, that's a no-go. No, okay. let's, let's hear it. Let's see if they're... If Magic Band Plus is a plus or a minus. <laughs> you know what? We should have practiced saying Magic Band Plus. It's a plus. mouthful. It is. It's a lot. So, 
especially when you're having a whole conversation dedicated to it. But yeah, so there's a few ways to get Magic Band Plus. You either can order it as part of your annual pass with a discount. You can order it as part of your Disney Resort stay. And depending on how close or far your trip is, they'll mail it to you or they'll have it ready for you at the resort when you arrive, when you you know check in and the front desk will have it, which is what happened for us because we ordered ours, I think we were 10 days out from our trip. And so they just held them for us at the resort. But I've seen issues with people that ordered them the day that they came out and they went on trips after us and weren't, they never shipped. They were supposed to ship and they didn't ship. And so Disney now is refunding the money and then giving them vouchers to use to just go buy them in the parks or go buy them wherever wherever they're sold because they're not sold everywhere. Which, And I didn't see that there was a shortage of them. No. Um, Although some of the bands are selling out. Uh, certain particular ones. Certain ones. Uh, but I think that's just with any of the bands. Like if there's a... You know the cool ones. the cool ones yeah, yeah. those those are going to be harder to find but I think there was an abundance of or enough of the yeah. band plus if you were wanting it band plus <laughs> I'll go with that yeah so it's kind of there's a little bit of a snafu there like if you ordered it when the day it came out and you had a trip fairly soon thereafter it seems like there was a little bit of a a logistics issue. Um, but they are taking care of it and they're trying to to make up for it. So just keep that in mind. But one of the things that we faced, our bands were ready when we picked them, when we arrived at our resort, had our names engraved and everything, but you have to sync them. You have to pair them to your account, if you will. Yes. And we'll get into kind of like the accounts and all of that stuff later, but there was one issue with yours in particular. Well, so, so that's the, the part of the accounts that you, we kind of have to talk to. Do you want to talk about it now? Because the watch gets connected to your Disney, (laughs) your Disney experience, right? Yes. But it also to play anything, you have to have your Disney play, play Disney. Yeah. So you have to have the two apps on your phone updated to make sure that your band plus can work with it. And even further than that, if you are wanting to do, say, the Batu bounty hunt and you want to go do your own bounty hunt and I want to do my own bounty hunt, we each need our own accounts. Because typically if you're going... And you don't go that often. Maybe just the person that booked the reservation has a My Disney Experience account. And then the people, the rest of the family members are managed guests under that main account. The mom. The mom. Yeah. We'll call it the mom. The me in this case. You used to be a managed guest under my account. And then when the data pad came out, you're like, goodbye. And you created your own My Disney Experience account and we just linked to each other. So you were no longer a managed guest on my account when you're doing star cruiser or the data pad or now the magic band plus things because it wasn't necessary. I think the data pad, you needed to have your own so that you could have your own account account. profile type thing. But with star cruiser, you have to have your own accounts. If you're over 13, you have to have your own, my Disney experience account. If you're a child, you can be a managed guest, but you can still have your own play Disney parks account. Like there's more into it, but for us, you used to be a managed guest on my account, and then you got your own account. 
Well, when we showed up to the resort and we went to pay our Magic Band Pluses to our profiles, for whatever reason, when they made the resort reservation, they didn't link. They still used your managed profile instead of your account. And so you had like a ghost profile floating out there that this new Magic Band Plus was linked to. Yeah. And so you, when we're pulling up the phone, I was like, oh, look how easy. Just pair your Magic Band. And it pulled up my version of my Magic Band. And I couldn't, and that's the other thing is I can't, you, I couldn't connect to it. Like through my account, I couldn't, you know, add it because it said it was registered to it somebody else. It was claimed else. by somebody else. So I'm guessing you have to unclaim it if you're going to give somebody your band. You can't. That's the thing now is you can't transfer magic bands. So. So what we had to do, and I knew I instantly knew what the issue was because I work with the managed guest issue like all the time. Um, so I knew what the issue was. So I went to the front desk and I said, hey, here's what happened. You were, you have your own account, but you were assigned the resort under a managed guest because we had issues that morning booking um, Cosmic. Cosmic Rewind because of that because you weren't on technically on the reservation. But went to the front desk, told them, took like maybe five or 10 minutes. They had to make a few phone calls to fix it. So that can be avoided if you make sure that the right profiles are there on your reservation. But I don't sometimes know if it could be also, avoided because, because I think we're going to, we're going to run into it again because we could, you could see on my account, the list of bands that I've, I've had. Yeah, you've accumulated yeah, I've a accumulated, lot. But you can't see all of them. And I bet it's because they're connected to... To that managed. To the managed account. Which could also be why you've had issues before with, like, purchasing things. Exactly. But the thing is, is, like, we go to Disney fairly often. I know my Disney stuff. You know your Disney stuff. And we still encounter these issues. Mm -hmm. So if we're encountering it, we're fortunate enough that we understand what the issue is. And so we can go communicate that. But people that don't go that often or have never gone before, they're just like, why is this not working? And yeah. that's frustrating. Well, yeah, it's frustrating on that part. And then when you add on a new technology, there's that kind of quick reaction to say, oh, it's this. And it's I don't think it's necessarily the band plus issue. It's an underlying issue of, hey, you should be able to take off bands and add bands or somehow reuse them um with ease or more ease than uh it currently had you know they currently have it but yeah it's a minus yeah <laughs> well but again that's not the band plus that's more of just the system it's just the technology the, the experience and system I but you do need that app to be able to update the band plus yeah and that was what we ran into immediately e Immediately. You have to have 60% battery on it to update. Yeah. And it doesn't come charged. And we we were seeing videos of it, like, you know, day one, that some people had it charged, some people didn't. Mm -hmm. But we didn't run into it not being able to function. Because I think the only thing we did that first day was... Uh, the Fab 50 The stuff. Fab 50 Quest, yeah. And it didn't stop that from working. No. But we did have to have the my exper the experience app and the play app updated. Yeah. So, like, those had to be updated, but the... 
Yeah, our band pluses were not updated. And so I don't know what we missed out, but I didn't I didn't feel like we missed out on anything. So I think what the that update added was the was a feature of it being more sensitive for motion. Mm. Cuz you could afterwards you could go in there and turn on basically the sen- basically make it more sensitive. Oh, okay. Uh, turn on that uh I think it was a Bluetooth connectivity thing. There was a couple, there was like three or four settings. That yeah. Th- it doesn't change it dramatically. I think the haptic is a little bit stronger and something else. But it was just like four settings that you could turn off and on. Yeah. But, but there's no like dial or anything. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that first day you couldn't do that. And some of them were really low that we had to use like a fuel rod to charge it to charge like, it to make sure we could use it yeah um, and you can't maybe you could i don't see how you could do it with a charger you basically you can't wear the band while you're charging it so one thing i will say is if the battery on the magic band plus completely dies out and you don't get any of the haptic feedback or the lights or anything it will still work as a regular magic band and that you can use it to scan into the park you can use it to make purchases so all of that stays the same it's just the pluses of the magic band plus that don't work without the battery yeah so you don't have to bring an old magic band and the new magic band plus but you do have to bring the charger yes i would recommend that if you're if you're planning on using it throughout the well i don't know Uh, if you and this may be when we're talking about the uh, the bounty hunt game. But mm. when we were doing the Fab 50 stuff, it didn't really require us to, like, after, you know, after day one, I didn't feel I had to charge it until I got back to the hotel. Yeah. So, so. before we get into, like, actually using it, one thing that I had seen questions, I'd gotten a lot of questions about beforehand, but had no idea until right before we recorded this because we got out some tools, is can you take out the puck? So on a, I have, we if you're watching the, the YouTube video, we have the Halcyon Magic Band, but on the Magic Band, this is Magic Band 2, which is where the puck in the middle could be removed and you could put it, like for our son when he was really little, we put it on like a little keychain. Uh, because he just couldn't keep it on. You can put it on a necklace. A lot of people will put it on their watch so they don't have to wear two bands. Two bands, And so that was a big question was... And, and the size of it is pretty close to one of the, like, the air tags. Yeah. Kind of like a little coin. It's a little bit thicker. Yeah. On the old band. On the old band. So it takes some screws to get it out, but you can do it. Yeah. So the question was, can you, on these new Magic Band Plus, can you take this out? Because it's got more technology. It's got a battery. It's got lights. It's got vibration. And, like, if you do take it out, like, is it even doing, is it even going to be plus, right? Yeah. Um, turns out. It is the same. It's the same. You can it's take it out. It's just thicker puck. Yeah. So it's, what, probably. Like two times the size. You think it's two times? Yeah. It's definitely two times thicker than the old puck. So, if you if you are watching, we'll see, and we'll we'll probably have some close ups. Yeah, we'll do some close ups. Um, but yeah, it's the same same little puck. Uh, they have the charging port. We would actually, I don't think it would be easy to charge because the way the charging clip it clips onto the entire band. Oh yeah. 
So you might have to like figure out some way to, you know, charge just the puck. Yeah. But I mean, you, but could you stick, can do it. You can stick I, that into. They made it. So it comes out. I think it would be a little distracting because it does have fa- haptic feedback where it vibrates and does the lights. I think if you were to put it on like an Apple watch band, it would be even more discombobulating because you don't know if you get a yeah, text message. Right. Or- I encountered that at one point and I was just like, (laughs) we'll get into that later. But yeah, so there's a few things that Magic Band plus pluses to your vacation, which is it's supposed to do, depending on the band that you get, it will do like certain lighting schemes, I think. And maybe it gives you like a fun little, I don't know if it gives you like a fun little chime when you scan into the park. Yes, it does. Mine was always, it wouldn't light up green. Mine would light up like yellow or gold. Yeah, I think we had this more simpler ones where it would just kind of acknowledge that we were plus. Yeah, but it wouldn't. There, I know there's other ones that actually have like a little chime, like more fun stuff. Oh, we're we're basic. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, we didn't get the special ones. Um, but yeah, it'll do that, and then it will interact with the fireworks, which we did not stick around and do that. No. Uh. We were crowd averse this time, (laughs) did not sit in the crowds to watch the fireworks. But even then, I don't know how thrilling it will be to have something on your wrist just like vibrating the whole time and lighting up because you're not paying attention to that. I mean, it's probably kind of cool to feel the fireworks. Yeah. But. So there's that and then the Fab 50 hunt. Yes. And the bounty, the new bounty hunters right um currently that's the the, these are the the main things main features of disney plus um and we were able to like you said we didn't do the fireworks no and that we could kind of talk about that in a little bit but we did the fab 50 and the bounty hunters yes fab 50 was very interesting to me because it reminded me of um, just like the Remy's scavenger hunt or mm. like any of the scavenger, because that's, that's our first experience was it was at Epcot. Yeah. And that's the first thing it reminded me of was just kind of a scavenger hunt. So you go find the statues and you wave at them. I thought it was nice to put purpose behind seeing each of the statues because there's not... 50 statues throughout the park there are 50 characters as part of statues but sometimes they like double them up and they a lot of times put two statues right next to each other (laughs) which was nice um but it gave us a purpose to go seek out all of those statues because before i thought and magic kingdom has the most of them so i thought they were spread out everywhere and i was like oh this is gonna be we gotta go walk the world showcase just to find one of these statues yeah all the Epcot ones are like within a what three minute walk of each other. Yeah. Like they're really close. So it was, it was a fun thing to do, but it wasn't, you didn't have to go too far out of your way to do it. Yeah. Which felt good. Um, yeah. So, and then the initial kind of information we were getting from it was the, the waving aimlessly, aimlessly, Oh, the statues. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm always thinking of the technology, like how how is it communicating with because the normal RF, RFIDs that were in the original, the old ones, mm-hmm. it's basically just putting out uh, a number or you know putting out information. It's not reading information, you know. So it's the device. I don't know, but yes, well, I trust you. Know, the the puck is putting out inf- like a it's number transmitting, transmitting out, out okay. but not receiving. Okay. And so it's all Disney's things that are reading reading that number and oh, saying, gotcha. okay, that's So like you're tapping into a turnstile yeah, and the turnstile is saying, that's Steven. That's, that's Steven. Steven. Okay. Whereas this one is now saying it's. Like it, I'm coming it, to you and waving at you little Olaf statue. Yeah. And then you're saying, oh, that's Sarah. Yeah. Let and like, hey, say I'm moving my hand. I'm gesturing. So do something. So <laughs> it, it's doing. Dance two, for me. Yeah. Dance for me. <laughs> Sing me a song. Um, uh, but they did have it where there's a little bit of feedback as well. So mm-hmm. you were close enough to it, it would vibrate. It would give you haptic, inf- you know, feedback. Yeah. And then you're supposed to basically acknowledge it by waving. Right. I felt it worked fairly well. It, it wasn't as quick as you would, hey, I see it. I'm close to it. It should be vibrating and let me wave and now it's going to turn on the music. Yeah. It was. There was some delays. Yeah. There was, there was just that. And inconsistencies. Exactly. But it worked better than I anticipated it to because like you said, the early reports like on day one, people are like waving, like flailing around and it wasn't picking up. And for us, it felt like, no, like if it, if it vibrated on your wrist and you just waved, it for the most part, did I would say like what seventy percent, sixty percent success rate? The the times that I think it wouldn't work is it where if it vibrated, like it was vibrating too far away, mm. and I didn't wave, and I got close to it, and then you waved, and then I waved, it wouldn't acknowledge me, so I would have to like walk away, and then basically come yeah. back to it. So basically, when it vibrates, acknowledge it, <laughs> right? That's Immediately, what it, it, you know, acknowledge it. Um, yeah, I had that happen a couple times too. Where, and maybe it's also that there's just too many people interacting with it at one time. That it's just like I don't know who's talking to me, but I'm just gonna throw something out there, and whoever catches it catches it. Because I don't remember I had to walk away from I think like Dory in Animal Kingdom. You're like just go st- go walk over there and come back. Yeah. I was like, oh okay. But here was the one thing with the Fab Fifty Quest that I think is something good to know before you try to go do it is. If you are trying to do the actual Fab 50 quest, you're not just trying to get acknowledgement from the statues and you want it to count as part of your game and check it off in your Play Disney app. You have to open the app first and you have to go through. It walks you through. Here's how you do it. And it has a few directions. And then Tinkerbell comes out and like gives you some pixie dust to help you be a little more magical and interacting with these these typically inanimate objects right and she helps you help them come to life if you don't do that and go activate the quest in your play disney app which is why it's important to have your own account blah 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 you're just waving for no reason like they interact with you but it didn't count well they and this is the other part of it is you don't need the app after you've initiated it you don't need the app for it to Pick up, pick up the sounds to do everything and to actually collect them. 
but you do have to go back in there to basically say, yep, that's the well, one. No, no, to just check. To check that you got it. Because at Magic Kingdom, <laughs> there was a point where we were just kind of getting, you know, going, making the rounds and we got a whole bunch of them, but I had to go back into the app. We missed a couple. We had make to sure back. I got all of them. If not, I was like, okay, let me go back and yeah. go get this one particular one. Oh, the other thing to note is that every device that's trying to collect it as part of the Fab 50 has to be on Wi-Fi or data of some sort. Yeah. Because at one point, our son, we gave our son like one of our old phones to basically use as like an iPad while we were there, or an iPod, I guess. And he was connected to your personal hotspot on your phone. I had his phone and my phone and I gave you my this is going to be so confusing I gave you my magic band because me and our daughter were going to go ride a ride and you were like there's two left and so you took my magic band but you had to have me check to make sure that it it registered and there was an issue because it was showing up on mine but it wasn't showing up on our son's phone because he was no longer connected to your hotspot because there was distance so I had to connect with mine and it worked out but if you're trying to do that game, you've got to reference it every once in a while, but you don't have to walk around with your phone, which Open, yeah. was really nice. And, and they basically, when you collect it, you get like the statue on the on the app, and then it goes into like an AR mode where if you wanted to take picture or you wanted to see it come out of a door type of thing. I never so there's did like, that. There's like fun little things, but it's not necessary. Yeah. And so I thought it was cool, but at the same time, it didn't fully let you pull away from the from the app from the app but yeah it was uh, frustrating because like when not frustrating i'll give this a medium and a plus minus scale um it's a zero <laughs> <laughs> when we got to epcot that was the first park we went to you and our son went and rode cosmic rewind and i was walking around with our daughter and i was like well let me just go find the statues and i found them and we both had the bands, and so we were out there waving, and it was interacting. I was like, so cool, and waved at all of them. And then I get on my phone, and it was like, nope, it didn't count. I was like, ah. So well, I it didn't to, count for your... It didn't count for my quest. Yeah. So then I had to go back and wave at all of them again. Yeah. And it was fine. Like, literally at Epcot, they're all right there, so it was really easy to do. But, yeah, it was a little bit of like a... And that's the interesting, interesting thing is... They don't tell you. You have to do that first. Yeah, they, but... The the sounds they'll still you'll still get it yeah. even if you're not updated or connected to your app. Yeah. So if you just wanted to go and do the sounds, like that's all you you know. You you, you don't need you're much. good. Yeah. So like for our daughter, it was great because she could just go and like Feel the wave at them, and she was like, "Okay, that's cool," and she didn't know that she was missing out. The other cool thing about the Fab 50 quest is when you get it, there's a screen for each park and it tells you how many statues. And if you click on it, it gives you an icon that kind of tells you what movie it's from. So you, you can kind of guess like if it's a, I don't remember what they were, but like maybe a seashell for the little mermaid. It doesn't mean it's little mermaid, but it's somebody from that movie and you click on it and it'll flip over and it shows you a map of where it is in the park. And it's a general idea. Um, but it helps. It's very infographic. So it's like you have to, okay, it's around this area. Yeah, it's not a map map where you can be like, okay, take me here. And it shows you no. exactly how to get there. But it it helps guide you. It's like a little treasure map kind of thing. Um, but I thought that was neat. And then once you collect it, 
the little seashell turns into, who was it? I think it was like Flounder and Sebastian or something um, for Little Mermaid, something like that. But then it, it changes and that's when you unlock the AR and the other things. But it was, I really enjoyed the Fab 50 quest. I, I liked it because it was a, it, it felt like a bigger Remy's. Yeah. Because it was. And there's were, other, we call it Remy's, but there's also like the figment one for the Festival of the Arts and the Easter egg hunt. There's some other ones, but we call it Remy's because Remy's now takes up like half of the year. <laughs> and I'm yeah, but it, but it's, that's what it felt like. It was, you know, if it's going to be in a certain country, you're going to look in kind of certain spots and find them. Oh, okay. He they put him in a new one or they changed the food that he had in that country. But th- it was a difficult enough where you're looking for these characters, but not so difficult where you're just, Scratching your head. Yeah. Except for Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell's pretty hard to find. Yeah. So No spoilers, that, that, but good that's luck. The, that's the hardest. <laughs> that was the hardest one for us. To that was, I never found that one. Yeah. I was just like, take my band. I'm going on teacups. <laughs> um, but it was, we had so much fun with it at Epcot. And we'll, we'll get into more about the trip later, but we really did take a slower pace with this trip. And we were like, you know what? Let's just knock out the Fab 50. Yeah. And that was kind of our goal for the trip was let's visit each of the four parks and let's go find all the statues. Cause it's something fun that you can do whether you have the app and have the account, you know, all four of us had the magic band plus. And so we were able to go participate and do it together and search around and hunt, but it wasn't, it was an all ages activity, which was nice. Yeah. I feel like this trip was kind of the, like we took a, a note from our last cast talking about how there's more to things to do other than rides because we did cosmic rewind and we did a lot of the smaller rides for our daughter yeah but other than that we did more of these these games yeah uh the fat 50 the bounty hunters um we did the some dinners Mm -hmm. so i we definitely took a different route other than riding rides yeah we did um but we did so we did the fab 50 the first day was at epcot and then our next day, we knocked out all all fifty. There was I don't remember for the entire trip. For the entire trip, over the course of the trip, we did all of them. But then the next day, we went to Batu. Yep. And so we got to try out the what is it? The Batu Bounty Hunters Guild. Don't want to uh. confuse it with Dano's <laughs> Batu Bounty Hunt that he does. He's, they're very very different and very separate. <laughs> But we did that one. I say we. You guys did that one that morning. Yeah, we did <laughs> or that we, day. Yeah, we we did most of that one. Um. So you go to a station to basically start your bounty hunts, and you mm. pick up your first bounty hunt. It goes through the entire and kind of on the Fab Fifty as well. This is one of the concerns I had about starting it, or it in general was I've been to Universal. Or we've been to Universal. Yeah, I was there. And they, the Harry Potter ones, each of the stations ends up being a line. Yeah. Because everybody wants to do it. We, you know, Fab 50, it was kind of similar. When there was, at times there was groups of people, everybody waving. So you didn't know if. Either waving or people wanting to take pictures with the statues. Which is what slowed people down, I think, the most. So there was, 
congestion around it. So you didn't know if it was yours, and that's where I think maybe you had to check to see if it, it you know, they checked counted, it off your list. Right. Because it made a sound, but I don't know if it was my sound or if it was the person next to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and I think they had a couple different sounds, like, like you know, quotes some of the characters would I have. I think they did, yeah. Uh, so it wasn't, like, always the exact same thing. Right. But Bounty Hunt, you have to go to one station to start it. There would be a, a line there. It was and then, one station to start, but it was the same station each time you picked up a new bounty. Yes. And when you started first, your first bounty, it goes through, like, what, probably a 30, 45-second spiel of like here's how you do it and you can walk through that but there was a long line because of yeah. how long that took it may have been longer than 45 seconds uh yeah it would it would take a minute and then people going to get a new bounty they were in that line uh and then just next to it is the your cash in line is that a guild master is he the guild ma- the, I don't know. The, yeah i don't that i don't know i don't know what I think it's just the collector. I wasn't paying attention. The collector. Uh, That's the wrong IP. <laughs> uh, but so there was just kind of more people around. And I could see why they put it where they did. Yeah. It's because, like a dead spot. Yeah, it was, so now it was, it's used. Yeah, But yeah, there's a now kind of two lines of people getting bounties, turning in bounties. Yeah. Uh, but when you when you first scan your band in it will say it basically walks you through how to play the game for the very first time and it'll say if you are nowhere it's basically like a getting warmer colder so it's like if you're nowhere near it it's going to do long vibrations and it's going to blink red if you're getting closer and you're on the right track it'll be slightly shorter like medium vibrations and it's green and then if you're there and you got it it's really quick pulsing vibrations and it's purple no, purple is when you found it. When you found it. Sorry, when you, so like when you got you, it. Yeah, you, you tap to the wherever it was. But the green, it'll go through like a progression of kind of like heart, bing, like bing, a heartbeat bing, bing, slower. Bing, bing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it reminded me of like Pokemon Go. Oh, when, yeah. When you're from there, from that, you know, my first, you know, immediately what I started doing was I would walk away from where you collect it and walk either to Droid Depot or to... The marketplace. The marketplace. Yeah. Because that's where most of the yeah you're splitting panels in half. are. Yeah. If it turned red, I'd go to the other side. And then you would start basically walking the entire building. So to, there's just gonna be a bunch of zombies like walk and then stop and then turn around and ex- walk the yeah. other way. And that's what I I mean. If you would see people, you would notice who was doing a bounty hunt because they would all walk one way and they almost dead stop, turn back the other way because they were going the wrong direction. Yeah. Um. But. We started doing those, and then it started raining. We didn't even start doing it. We all scanned our bands. I think we did one, or our son and I did one. Uh, maybe. Oh, I don't remember. Y'all did one. I was. What was I doing? I don't know. I was somewhere. Um, maybe y'all did one, and then I went to go do it with you, and we met up there, and that's when it started raining, and so we took refuge at Ronto Roasters. Rontos roasters where they roast the Rontos. Yeah. We've learned it's Ronto meat (laughs) (laughs) and it started pouring on Batu, And so we had collected bounties. Neither of us were in the right place. And so it was like long vibrations and our magic band was pulsing red or glowing red. 
I think there's probably what, like a 30 minute timer that if you don't go get your bounty in those 30 minutes, it just like resets you or it just like, you know, ends that bounty for you. It rained for 30 minutes. And so we're just standing there. And it's just. And it's just it was like, okay, this is getting real old. Because if you don't know what it is and you see this line of people and you're like, I want to scan my band and you go scan it. Now you could go end it. Like if can you, you, yeah. It, like if you would, during that time would go over there. Cause I oh, found out later. Collector. They, yeah. Basically somebody, they scanned it and it was unintentionally. They scanned it, got a bounty, walked away and then came back and scanned it again and says, do you want to cancel? Oh, so you okay. can cancel it. Um, or I guess maybe if you give up, you could take it off. But again, we were under the. It, I think it would be nice if they had the ability to end your current bounty on the app, though. Yeah. Because if you're like, okay, I'm going to start this one and you start walking towards, say, Droid Depot and it's wrong. And you were like, well, we're heading towards Droid Depot because we got to catch like a slinky dog or something. Other thing's going to be vibrating for 30 minutes. <laughs> I don't know if there's maybe like a proximity timer where it's like, okay, you've left Galaxy's Edge. Like, you're done. Yeah. We didn't test that. No. But, yeah, that was... Unintentionally, we did some deep research and stood there for 30 minutes with it just vibrating. And we couldn't do... We could. We could go out in the rain. But we didn't. We yeah. had chickens. Um, so that was not great, in my opinion. I... And we didn't, to be fair, we didn't open the app to see if you could, but, oh, maybe I did. When I opened the app before I had gotten my first bounty hunt, it just kept t taking me through the instructions of how to do a bounty hunt because I hadn't completed my first one. So maybe after you've completed your first one, it'll let you go cancel. I, I didn't think to check yeah. that. See, I like this. So that kind of goes into, I like the bounty hunt better than the Fab 50 because you you collect you you know your bounty tells you wherever and then you kind of go you can start walking you can tell by the color of the lights if you're right or wrong kind of during the day you cannot see yeah so you're like hiding you, you know, look like a under your like arm. a rebel spy yeah you're like mm. is it red <laughs> or is it green um and again you could kind of fill the poles but there's a bit of a delay. So mm. if you're walking around, walk at a walking pace, not as at a, a trot where most people were more rotting. Yeah. More, <laughs> more, more people were excited. They were yeah. kind of moving around trying to get it done. And, uh, so you, if you're just going by the feel of it, you have to slow down. That's, fair. uh, some people I saw, they were just like going to every door that they knew. Mm. So that was a tactic. Um, that's kind of a, yeah. And then I saw other people doing the more slowed down version where they were using the app. Uh, so how did you, did you use the app at all to locate where? I used it once. Okay. And you don't really use it to locate. It's, it's just once you're there, you can see, Well, you can. Right? You, okay. So you, you go to the certain doors that are set, designated as the bounty hunt doors or whatever. Yeah. And you could open the app and basically face like AR, the door, and it would, if it's the correct one, it'll show a, a little a thermal Scan. silhouette of. Was, the, if you weren't at the right door, would it show you, like if you're at the wrong door, will it show you the wrong bounty? 
or does it just say like no there's, there's nobody there yeah. okay so i only did one bounty the entire time and it was on our batu excursion for star cruiser because i was like i gotta do one i didn't the day that y'all did knocked a bunch of them out i didn't even get to do any of them i don't know why yeah i don't know what was i doing i don't know what i was doing um i was just living my life drinking <laughs> black calves and <laughs> hanging out <laughs> but i did make sure to open the app and i saw i used my little thermal ar and it showed me that it was the right guy and i was like okay cool I did know what I was doing and I went and collected it and that was that, but I didn't open my app after that. You don't really need to for that one, which was nice. Yeah. No. And and that's what I liked about it is I was able to, you know, get it. It kind of tells me the direction. And as you got closer, it would pulse, uh, faster. Yeah. You collect it. You would see it was purple. Okay. I got it. Let me go back and cash it in. It also felt like a, I think the phone is a good way to, validate that you got the right bounty before you go back and cash it in but because you're literally almost cashing it in you're crediting it and right they yeah. give you credits for it but it felt like an e- intermediate version of the fab 50 whereas the fab 50 fab 50 that's a hard one to say too felt like a very family-friendly one the batu bounty hunt felt it was see but you didn't need the, the app like once it got you didn't purple, need the app. Once it got purple, you could go back, and then again, I was I collected. I was probably at number eight or nine because there's a total of twenty. You did that many? Yeah, I didn't realize you did that. I thought y'all did yeah. like four or five. The first day we did four or five. Oh, or four, okay. and then on how Batu, did you have time to do that when we were on Batu? When we were in the line rider swap, because that, that I was, did one. <laughs> what well, was that, I doing? But that was the thing is like. I would go get it yeah. and then just just go. Playing Pokemon Go, I you divide the park, you know, you that area by two immediately. You know why you did so much and I didn't? It was so hot. I was like, I just want some shade. <laughs> I, it, it <laughs> like I been, need to preserve my energy. <laughs> uh, and they could have been just more easier. Like, you know, you know in the spots to go to and go yeah. back and forth. But, but uh, even with not needing the phone. I think it was, I could have probably done more if I didn't have a stroller. Oh, for sure. Because I had to go the long way around. You have to go the ramps. Like, Batu is accessible, but it's not incredibly accessible. Yeah. Like, there's a one way to get to the marketplace, and that's by Ronto Roasters. And it's kind of like, ugh. No, I had to go around, or I went to the very end. Or that's you went the, all the way. Oh, yeah, you can go to the very end. Um, but, like, for our, our daughter, so when she and I went and did our one bounty, we both started it. And I'm pretty sure we both had the same, it was on the same. It's not the same door. It was though, because hers was going purple. Oh, was it? Yeah. And so I made sure to scan it. And so when I turned mine in, we turned hers in too, and it wouldn't even register. And I don't know if it's because she's got like a little chubby hand, but I like lifted her up and put her in there. It didn't work. I like tried putting it on my hand and I put it in there and it didn't work. I don't think if, I don't think they're the same they're same, the same spots. Like Maybe the, not. The, 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 hunt, the bounty is not, like, they're the same bounties. Like, I, I saw, like, yeah, a couple of the same, same bounties, but 20. they weren't at the same doors. Yeah, so maybe she was, like, right next. Maybe she was right across the way. But the other thing is, in Batu, they kind of make it a little easy for you in that it has that Batu um, logo kind of spray-painted on the doors. And there are even doors that you wouldn't necessarily think are... 
Like one of them was like a fire door or something. It it definitely like it was like a hidden door, and we were like, oh. I did look at there was that one that's like way behind, like uh, across, it's like from, across Ogas, from Ogas, but it's like way in there. Yeah, I'd never been back there. Yeah, and that was one of the doors, and that was one of them. So, which was neat. So it felt more like you're exploring. If that felt actually a little more like Remy's and that you're actually having to go explore and like find different things where it wasn't as evident where the payoff is, if you will, versus like the Fab 50 statues, right? Uh, yeah. I it guess. was fun. It, I think the downfalls of it is that there's one place to start and pick up bounties yes. and there's one place to collect yeah. on your bounties. I think they really need to have at least one or two more on Batu to help disperse, especially when it does come to Disneyland because Disneyland is such a tourist location. But at the same time, if there's only 20 bounties right now. So, yeah, we, we saw one, another guest. She got her last, her 20th one. Yeah. She's like, I just finished or whatever. And she was saying it took her about two or three hours mm-hmm. and she had a re- had to do a recharge in between. And it was nonstop. And she said she was doing it nonstop. Yeah. So she was like, I ran. It was such great exercise. Uh, so we can't confirm that. I can't confirm that. Um, I did not have to charge from the different, all the different days. We charged each night. Each night. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, we didn't. Yeah. Um, for me, I didn't charge any of them. But I, I will say before we move on, that is one of the big minuses, if you will, for me, is it's yet another thing to charge. Yeah. And the Disney resorts don't do, a, they weren't built to have to charge our phones and our watches and our magic bands and our portable batteries now and if you're bringing a laptop or you're bringing a camera or you're bringing ipads iPads and all of these other things they weren't meant to charge i mean think about it like each one of us probably has three to four things that we need to charge every night and so it was a lot yeah um and it was like it was just cumbersome it was like okay before we go to bed make sure we charge this and this and this and this it was just (laughs) yeah it's it's already gotten us to First, we converted to getting one of those, like, four-in-one charging for our phones. Yeah. Phone, AirPods, watch. And it's like the Apple Pencil or yeah. something. So it was like a four-in-one, but now we even need more ports for a USB, like, charging station. And it, it it's a bit annoying. It I, is. That, that, I could say, is. And then you have. Would you say it's a minus? I would say it's a minus. Just adding more. uh Devices or yeah, because they put them next to the beds, but you have on the, you know, each end of the bed in the middle of the bed. There's plugs like all over the the room. Yeah, and sometimes you don't plug one of them in, and you're like, oh my gosh, I, we need this one plug. Fans because it was so hot. We, we, had, we had fans, fans. that we were charging yeah. too. We had so many things to so, charge. But it, it was one of those things like you have to charge all these things. And this trip, we actually. Got smart and got the fuel rods. And yeah. we used that a couple times. So that was kind of nice. And uh, we can link to some of the things that we did to kind of like make our charging more efficient. Like our four in one and our fuel rods and those things that they do help. Yeah. Because um, you need it. You have to have 
you can't have one plug per device or you're out of luck if you're yeah. more than like two people in a room. <laughs> um, but moving on, there's, we did the Fab 50, knocked all 50 out. The bounty hunt, it's limited to 20, 20 bounties, right? At the moment, I'm sure they'll increase that at some point. And then the fireworks, you can do that every night if you wanted to, but it's going to be the same thing every night because it's the same fireworks every yeah. night. So on that, we didn't stay for fireworks for either Harmonious or at Magic Kingdom because we were staying at a resort that we were able to see the fireworks. Yeah. So we'll talk about that later, but that's why we didn't. That's future episode yeah. stuff. But we didn't, we didn't use it in that way. But at the same time, from other reports that we saw, I I personally don't think that would add it, it wouldn't add to it. No. Because I'm trying to look up at the fireworks. Yeah. I'm not gonna be looking at my wrist to see it. And it is confusing if you do have if you have a watch that you wear that vibrates. <laughs> because like when we were on our Batu excursion, I had my Halcyon band on and then I had I was gonna do one of the fab or the bounty hunts and so I put my magic band plus on the same hand. I didn't want it to get confused with like the magic band technology. Cause I was like, I don't know how technology works. Do I need to have my arms <laughs> out by my side the whole time? So I put it on the arm with my Apple watch and then I'm walking around and it's vibrating. And I kept being like, Oh, 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 thinking it's text messages. And it's not, yeah. but I'm too dumb to realize like the two inch difference on my arm and what's what, like in my brain, it just register like a vibration. Look at your, I've been trained very yeah. well. Um, so I think if you have that for the fireworks, like. Yeah. So again, we, we didn't experience it, but you would feel the vibrations and you would, you're there. So you kind of already feel the vibrations of yeah. the fireworks. And then as far as lighting up, I don't, it reminds me of when they did the ears, mm. which is cool. Yeah. But I think with the ears, they're just wearing it. And, and it's so visible to all. Yeah. Visible to all. So if maybe it was like you're have your hands up and you're dancing with it. You could see kind of the lighters. Could you imagine? But again, that's if that's going on. If that's going on. But other than that, it's just going to be a bunch of lights at everybody's waist. Like, you know, bing, bing, you know, bing. lighting up. Which is frustrating. You don't want it to be bright around you when you're watching fireworks. But what does the longevity of Magic Band Plus look like? We've done Fab 50. We don't need to do that next time. I'm sure the kids will want to go wave at the statues and that's fine, but we're not going to be trying to collect them. And like, we don't have the mission that we had. And with the bounty hunt, you've already done half of them. Yeah. Which I didn't realize you'd done that many. <laughs> um, but once you've collected all of those, then what? What yeah. do you do? What do you do in a park like Animal Kingdom that doesn't have any nighttime entertainment and once the Fab 50 statues go away after the celebration is over, literally there's no interaction with the Magic Band Plus at that park. So you're charging this thing every night for nothing. And that's, there has to be more. Each of the parks does some sort of a scavenger hunt or little game where you're running around the park and you're interacting with the park in ways that's different from like a ride or a parade or a a show or something like that but what else can they do with magic band plus for the long run if this is a true replacement for magic band so the the proximity to the fireworks i 
I don't know how close you have to be for it to actually register the fireworks and the whole, uh, that whole sequence. Right. For the Fab 50, let's say it's 10 feet from the statue. Yeah. You feel a vibration and then you could respond to it. We've talked about this. That uh, mechanic would work fantastic with the force. Yes. If you were walking by something, you would get a vibration, notifying, telling you that, hey, there's something here. You, you know, giving a hand motion that you're using the force and something happens. Kind of like using the wands at, at Universal. Because yeah. that happened at one point. There was a statue that was hidden, a Fab 50 statue that was hidden in Magic Kingdom. I was walking, I was it going was to get Tinkerbell. snacks. No, it was Tinkerbell. No, that, that one wasn't Tinkerbell. It was the Orange Bird. I was going to get my, oh. my Dole Whip and I walked by and my wrist vibrates and I was like, oh. And so I just like waved at where I thought it was going to be. I was like, I don't see a statue, but I'm on a mission. I need my Dole Whip. And I waved, and sure enough, it was a statue, but I just didn't know. So it could indicate to you, like, oh, hey, there's a, Something a nearby. force, or maybe there's a character meet and greet, or a parade is starting soon. Yeah, because that the Tinkerbell one, like, we felt it. We felt it vibrate. We are like, oh, there's one near us. But we thought it was, like, a pre... We thought it was one of the other, like, Chip and Dale, because it's near over there. So I'm giving that away for you. But it was... I literally don't know where it is. Yeah. You'll have to tell me, tell me later. Yeah. But that's what it was. It was we were close to it, but we didn't know. We thought it was just like a phantom vibration. So it'll pick it up from about ten feet away, but you have to be closer to it to actually. I don't know. Collect it. Oh. So again, I, I don't know exactly Technology. how that mechanic works. Yeah. Um, Why but don't you pull out the patent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go check them out. Throwback. Uh, but no, I think that mechanic in general would be fit perfect. For yeah. the force. It would be so great for the force. Yeah. And further on the Halcyon, on Star Cruiser, there are so many incredible ways that I think that they could use it. Going into, you know, punching it, putting it in hyperdrive. Everybody feels like, yeah. Or, and everybody, your, everybody, and everybody feels it. Yeah. Or lightsaber training. When you're doing lightsaber training, I think you've got those beams and you can feel it in the saber. It'd be cool to feel it before, before too. Yeah. Or feel it as you're seeing it, you know, you feel it on your wrist. Yeah. And or if then, it's just like, Hey man, it's time to be in the atrium. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Uh, but then there's the, the mechanic of the bounty hunt. So the bounty hunt is like, it starts you to something and then leads you down. Like, uses i'm guessing it's some kind of gps some kind of bluetooth gps to it to tell you if you're right or wrong uh something right but i think that could be utilized world showcase animal kingdom just more this it's a smaller smaller map type of thing but yeah how great would it be if you're like i want to go ride frozen ever after i don't know where i'm going and like when you put on my disney experience you're like take me there like because you can put like literally show me how to walk to this place it would be great if it would do like a hotter colder type thing because like epcot i will forever be lost in that part 
World Showcase, I can get around. It's a circle. But like the front well, part. I like, think Epcot, it's just because it's. She's going it's through been, puberty. <laughs> there's a lot of construction. It's been a lot of construction for a while. So, but uh, th- I think that would be nice too, like a hotter, colder. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it, like location services. It, it kind of it, it, but imagine you getting distracted. Have you know stopping at Mexico to get a margarita and then that's it's like just my going GPS in my car. That's like whole time. make a U-turn, <laughs> make a U-turn. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, I need mozzarella sticks from Sonic. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's where it would, you know, it'd be nice, but then... and If you had the ability to turn it off, yeah. right? But but then the other thing that we've talked about... Now, it'd be nice, like, if you could, you know, give it a little <laughs> tap <laughs> to stop. It'd be nice if there were buttons on it. I mean, that's when you start getting into, like... But then you could hit, the, hit it against something, I know. Well, um, just, like, you, you over... You make it more difficult yeah, you, instead true. of simplify. But one of the things that we've talked about in terms of longevity for it is doing something like Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, bringing that game back. It was a card-based game, but you would have to go, I think you would have to tap your magic band to a turnstile to activate it, and then you use these cards. It would be the perfect integration to have something like that at Magic Kingdom, and they had it across multiple lands. So... It would probably be more like a Batu bounty hunt where it would take you a few hours to do it, but it would also just give you more things to do. Now, I think Sorcerer is going to probably fit more with what the the game from the Wish, from the... Oh, uh, but the I think you could utilize Magic Band Plus for it too. That one, that game looks like it's more, it's going to be, you're probably going to be using your phone, but they have basically mini games yeah and not the same you know here's one card it's it's you know kind of like uh the puzzles at on your data you know data pad yeah where it's like some of them are puzzles some of them tuning little uh what's the other one the wires you know oh, connecting yeah. them type of thing so i i think the sorcerers would go better with that type of game it could but even because what it was is you would tap your magic band and you had some cards and a villain would appear and you were a sorcerer and so you're having to combat it. And so you would have good characters and you would show your card and it would fight that villain. It could be like a universal where you do the wand and you kind of, I don't know, like do a Doctor Strange or something. Again, I don't know the the limitations. With that one, yeah, it, I don't know. it's a IR light that reads oh. your motion. Technology. Technology. So I don't know what's all packed into the new puck. This tiny little puck. So I, I think mean, it's just a it's just a Bluetooth, you know, read and uh, receive and transmit. Like and I can LEDs. figure it out from looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't think there's going to be a way for you to, unless they, again, figure out a way where whatever camera is on those games is reading your combination. Something off of it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but again, you can't really fine tune it from here. Right. I so. am very curious, though, what what new things they can bring to yeah. each of the four parks. The, one, right, while we're thinking about it. Yeah. I know there's one. It, it was on TikTok that I saw. This person was able to make a backpack 
from Spaceship Earth. Oh yeah, that synced up to the lights on Spaceship Earth. Yeah, Earth. I want to know how he did that because how was he able to sync it up? And is it just something where he synced up, like we play at the same time and it plays, mm. or is it actually kind of the same thing where it receives a signal? So he's like intercepting Disney's signal and playing the yeah the thing. So that's interesting. So again, that's where it's like okay, now we're getting into getting getting these numbers and being able to use them ourselves type of thing. Yeah, but uh, that was just something that popped in my head because right now we we were talking <laughs> about the lights. So okay, just to recap will magic band plus add to your next disney trip what do you think i think it's inevitable that we're gonna go to disney plus i mean a magic band plus Mm -hmm. currently there's some niche things Mm -hmm. to do Mm -hmm. it'll keep you busy for a trip maybe two but with the the stuff that they have now, I'm hoping that they have more in the works, in the pipeline. Because, again, it could just get stale. Yeah. I would agree with that. I thought it was a really cool thing to do. But longevity-wise, there's not a lot. And also, like, I'm really frustrated by the fact that we have to charge yet another thing every single night and as a family of four like it's a lot Um, and then you have to bring the charger with you just in case like we don't know how long the battery lasts we were just fearful it wasn't going to last all day so we would charge it every night we would bring a cable with us but the fact that magic band plus was probably announced probably a year ago for the 50th anniversary of walt disney world which started in October of 2021 and it didn't come out until the very end of July 2022 so almost 10 months later nine months later math is not my forte the fact that it took so long for it to come out and the the things that you can do with it are so limited and that you can knock it out so quickly is kind of like well I'm hoping that they've there are already things in the works to continue the interactivity with Magic Band Plus so that next time we do go to the parks, we have something new to try out. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so plus, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that about wraps this one up. So if you have enjoyed this conversation and maybe if you have some suggestions on what you think Magic Band Plus could look like for the future in the parks, drop us a comment if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you are listening to this on your favorite podcast app, please make sure you subscribe. And Princess and Scoundrel is part of the Thank the Maker Network. So make sure you go check out the guys at Think the Maker and Mike Forrester at Armor Party. Also, make sure you go get your Mosh Isley tickets because that's coming up. It's coming up. The next Mosh Isley is going to be October 28th in Las Vegas. It is right in the middle of the When We Were Young Fest. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's Halloween weekend. It's costumes. Another costume. Oh boy, another costume. We thought we were done. (laughs) All right, until next time. 